This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, Amy here. Just a quick trigger warning. This episode, we talk a lot about sexual assault, obviously. Um, We talk about rape. We talk about unwanted pregnancy. And we do have quite a political conversation in the middle of the episode. So if you don't want to hear any of that, this might be a good one to skip. But if you're interested, hope you enjoy the show. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. I disagree. I disagree. Usually they're white with a black face. I disagree. Face. Usually they're white with a black face. Yep. All right, I'm going to type in border collie okay, right, now. I am All right, right now. I am too. right now. Type it in right now. Welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. I gave it a little bit of a flourish there. Did you like yeah, that? Yeah, you did. I felt like you were languishing. Dozing <laughs> <laughs> off mid-sentence. I mean, you're making me record as penance for my time away. Like I was away a lot in April. This mm-hmm. is, we're not in April anymore, but I was yeah. away a lot and we got behind and Amy's torturing me now. Oh, our schedule is fun. But I had, you know what? I had a nice vacation. I had a nice business trip. I, I did some exciting things. Can I talk about one of them? Yeah. I, uh, I went bowling. I haven't done are that in a long time. Are you me right now? I love bowling, but my fingers are a little sore from those heavy bowling balls because that's kind of like really stressful. you know i have a fear of getting my finger stuck in the bowling ball so mm-hmm. i use yeah, like it's a real 20 fear. pounder wow <laughs> yeah that's pretty exciting i think i'm gonna be doing some more bowling whatever jenny i don't even know what to say about that <laughs> um guys but jenny... she's torturing me so she's making me record like many episodes when i'm in town for mother's day because this is still mother's day weekend you're gonna get a lot of content from this weekend because she's just making me do well, back to back to back. What we didn't back. realize, guys, is the amount of work we're putting into this. We did not realize when we started this podcast <laughs> how much work it would be and how we would make zero money from it. Well, the whole point, <laughs> I just chalk it up. I count it as time I'm spending with my sister. So, like, this is your time with mm, me. I hope okay. you know. 
Okay. Yeah. Like this is your time with me. These are hours spent with my sister. Like this is, you know, checking the boxes. And when I say we put a lot of time in, I mean me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Probably true. But to be fair, to be fair, we started this during the pandemic when we had all the fucking time in the world and nothing to do. And we're we like, did. this is great. This is amazing. And I was doing like custom graphics and stuff for Instagram. Remember those so, days? So I'm going to plug Patreon one more time because we need <laughs> y'all to help us make this feel like it's worth it. <laughs> Amy, I know you just want to spend time with me. So We literally make a couple hundred dollars a month, which goes back into the hosting, recording, and all of those fees. So, Amy, isn't it worth being able to spe- to have scheduled time with your sister? No. <laughs> I thought the video froze. <laughs> oh, can I can I say a funny prank that I pulled on Jenny yesterday? So she was coming in from the bus stop and I texted her and I said, where are you? And she said, I'm close. So I said, okay, I'm in my new car. Don't forget, it's a red RAV4. So I'm just going to pop the trunk when I see you approaching. So you'll know it's me. And she's like in her smart ass dry. <laughs> or I could just... Ignore, or I could just recognize, recognize you. you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bitch. Looking around, knowing there were three other like RAV4s, two of which were red in the parking lot. I'm like, okay. I watched her wander around that parking lot <laughs> looking for me and I didn't pop the trunk. <laughs> in my defense, your car is not red, it's burgundy. And there were red ones. In the parking lot. Oh, whatever. That is not All red. I know is, and I said to her, like, oh, in my super unique RAV4, like, there, every third car is a RAV4. It really <laughs> was kind of ridiculous. There was more than two. There, there was, was, like, three or four red ones. Yeah. There was. And then there was, like, 15 gray ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So, to get back to our Patreon, I do have some pa- new patrons that I want to shout out. So, we have... Oh, I need a drum roll. Is this a drum roll? Nope. No. (laughs) Not the right vibe. I thought there was a drum roll, maybe. We're playing with this new sound mixer that's in our software here. Oh, I could do this. No, we're not doing this. So our patrons, Sarah. Sarah S. No, 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 no. No, I'm stopping this right now. I'm stopping this right now. And I feel like if Fine. you're going to do that, if you're going to read live people who join Patreon over like dramatic music, it needs to be love story. <laughs> That's true. That's true. One of these days, I'm going to get a call from that dude. He's going to yeah. like, stop using my music. Stop using my music. Um, mm-hmm. So Sarah S, Tammy G, Amy C, Sarah R, and Robin S. Thank you all so much for joining. We appreciate it. You're at the hero mode. As always, our ride or die, we love you all so much. You keep us going. You're the wind beneath Jenny's wings. And Jenny has bat wings. I have bat wings? Yeah. You wouldn't have angel wings. No. God, no. You would have It's all like vampire bat wings? Okay. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's on brand. That's (laughs) on brand. All right, Jenny. So um, let me pull up my notes here. Today we are looking at season seven, episode 18, Sylvia Part 2, do you have a description? Um, Not Yes, ready. I do. Not ready. I, literally, I literally just read it at the end of the last episode that we recorded like 10 minutes ago. So mm-hmm. I have it. Before my kids took $40 and came home with a bag of $10 candy for me for Mother's Day. 
<laughs> I mean, that would have been our move too. My kids be... asked me for forty dollars to go get me something for Mother's Day and came home and like there were like tulips and M and M's. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that would have been our move. To be it's fair. the thought that counts, though. I love it. Thank you. I feel like they bought and they bought more than that. They got you they like. Did. Like little bath stuff and like, like mm-hmm. I feel like it was thoughtful at least. It was very thoughtful. My like it's not like very thoughtful. It's not like they just you know went into whatever <laughs> store and got whatever like a hummingbird feeder or something. Like I was at work the other day and I brought the girls to work because it was bringing your kids to work day, and I flipped through my tablet and Penelope had written "I love you, mommy, love P." Now she's fifteen. Yeah, we would, would you never be done that. Mom love Fuck no, hell no. God, no. no, we were mortal enemies. Speaking of, uh, Jenny and I were talking about how Gen X is kind of angry right now because we grew up hating adults. All adults were the enemy. All adults. And how we still kind of feel like we're the kids of the world and everybody else is the adult. With the possible exception of like that 30-year-old dude that bought everybody beer. Yes, yes, he got us. <laughs> but we feel like it's such a Gen X thing to be like, we hate all adults. And we still kind of feel like we are the kids in the world. And Well, well to be, I mean, to be fair, the boomers have not given a power. So mm. they're like 105 and like gripping the, the reins of power. It's true. It's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. Guys, if you're 105 doing your <laughs> job, come at us. <laughs> Let us know why you're not giving up the power. <laughs> I mean, right. the look at the queen. Case that's, in point. That's true. Her son is like, oh. <laughs> the queen is so old. Her son is a boomer, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, he got completely skipped over. <laughs> All right, Jenny. So let's get this description going. Come on. <laughs> Rumors fly around town that Albert is the father of Sylvia's unborn child. Despite Mr. Webb's threatening objections, the young couple continues to meet secretly and grow in their affections for one another. Albert becomes a source of solace in Sylvia's life, but he is not able to protect her from the dangerous rapist who cons an unsuspecting Albert into informing him of Sylvia's whereabouts. And this it's hard is, to get one over on Albert. Let's just I say mean, that. this is, again, Johnny Cash is sitting at a bar somewhere going, told you guys, this town is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um. So written right. by directed by Michael Landon. Yeah. Well, guys, we don't know. Like why? Why Michael Landon just why? Why did you Well, you that? said why in the last recording. I know, but that's not confirmed. But you know, it's just Are you just making shit up now and telling yeah. everything? No, no. No. So we open on a terrible Harry Olson spreading news of Sylvia's pregnancy on the telephone. First she of says, all, we have a, a extra long recap. From episode one. Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to forget any of that? It's like seared (laughs) into our minds. Yeah, but don't forget, you couldn't watch it. It was a week. I know, but still, you couldn't watch it. Right. Like, we watched Game of Thrones. And then (gasps) we'd wait a whole week for the next episode and didn't forget what happened. No. It was seared into your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's saying, it's Albert's baby, and you know how farm people are. They're scum. And then the whoever she's talking to is a farmer and gets pissed off. <laughs> Tells her to go no, to hell. <laughs> we get a super close up of Harriet's teeth, which are very seventies. Yeah, and and they are nice for the time. Don't get me wrong; I'm not teeth shaming her, but it's <laughs> jarring. Her. It's jarring when you see you know actresses and actors now who clearly all had Invisalign and yeah. yep. uh, had their teeth whitened. 
Okay. At school, Albert is being ignored and made fun of at the same time, which is okay. Because Willie's been talking. Laura tells Albert that everyone knows about the rumor because of Mrs. Olsen. And Willie. Who's going to take that bitch out? Like, who is going to just... (sighs) Right? I'm not advocating violence. Like, just hog tie her and put her in a meadow somewhere and let her figure it out. Like, you don't have to kill her. Wasn't that an Andrew Wyeth painting? (laughs) So Albert is like, fuck everyone. And he runs up to Willie and Willie calls Sylvia a tramp and Albert punches him again and makes his nose. I mean, Albert's really picking up the mantle of punching people in the face from Laura. Like, that was Laura's MO, right? He is. I'm, I'm enjoying it. At the little house, Carolyn and Charles are putting Albert to bed, and they're talking about what went down. And Charles is like, Albert doesn't want to go back to school. Maybe we should let him homeschool for a little bit. I mean, Carolyn, you got nothing to do, right? Yeah, Carolyn's got nothing to do. I mean, you're working full-time and raising four other kids. You can homeschool this dude because he's in a fight with other girls. And she has a full-time job. Right. Yeah. So... Carolyn's like, what are we going to do about Mrs. Olsen? Like, she's terrible. And then she decides she has to get up and go for a walk. In the well, because Charles is like, pray for thy enemy or something. <laughs> Carolyn's like, how about an eye for an eye? <laughs> well, it's funny because if you notice, Charles is always throwing her religion back in her face. Yep. Right? Yep. So, all right. Um, At the web farm... Albert again sneaks up on Creeps up, and we have this weird point of view creeping up on, like, what is going on? Yeah, it's the uh, scream camera. You know, you you see everything through the scream, dude. He grabs her, she runs away, and he starts to realize something's wrong here. Now, she mentions the man in the mask. Put a pin in that. Yep. Okay. He hugs her and tells her he loves her, Jen. Yeah, okay. He loves it. Okay. At the restaurant the next day, Olsen comes in, and shit is super tense between her and Carolyn. Like, <laughs> Carolyn's woof. pissed. I don't blame her. Oof. Mrs. Olsen has the balls to bring over some baby clothes for uh, Sylvia. Oh, go, go flip your page. Oh, fuck off. This is the paper you gave me. What do you want me to do? It's a legal pad. Okay. It's not your graph paper that you're probably <laughs> sketching shit out on. Okay, so Carolyn is like, you know what? You need to get the fuck out of here. And Harriet's like, you need to be more grateful. I'm trying to be your friend. Then Carolyn says, on Sunday, I will go to mass to pray for forgiveness for this. And throws, is it dough? Yeah. Throws dough on Harriet's face and storms out. And then (laughs) she says, I love this, Carolyn. She says, Nellie's like standing there like, what's going on? She breezes past Nellie. And she's like, I'll be back in an hour. Make sure your mother is gone. (laughs) And I just wrote, that's baller. Yeah, it's pretty baller. Okay, Albert and Sylvia are moping on a log, as you do. They're in love, so of course they're moping on a log. (laughs) Is that what you do? Yeah, that's what you do. And the father is going to murder Albert, so that's probably why they're, because literally going to murder him. Yeah. She tells Albert her father hates her and he is confused by this. And I'm like, have you met this man, Albert? You don't believe her? Because he's like, no, your father doesn't hate you. This is Her father hates everyone. This is the dude who shook your school books off of you. Yeah, he hates (laughs) everyone. 
oh, he's miserable. So Sylvia wishes she could run away and find somewhere people won't look at her like her father does. Have we, we've never seen the webs before, correct? No. We just invented it. And we never will again. Yeah. Okay. How much more powerful would it have been if he had had, like, Laura gets raped? Okay. Right? Are you rewriting this? By the blacksmith. To be even darker. And be like, hey, everybody, this is dark. Because <laughs> Manly'd have to come into it. Um, all right. But I'm just saying, like, why Why does he have to invent? Like, we don't, we care about Sylvia, obviously. But, like, we're not invested in her. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, what if well, this I don't happened know. to Alicia? Right. Or somebody. I don't know. I'm okay. just saying. You know, I don't know. Whatever. I was going to say, because they're trying to stay somewhat historically accurate, but no, they're not. Not even close. Well, so Albert says, look, I love you. I don't look at you that way. They profess their love and it is sweet. And she says that she feels safe with Albert. And he's like, I feel safe with you too. And then they make plans to meet back at this spot at 1 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> then I wrote, oh my God, the balls on this blacksmith come into the farm to look at it to buy. Yeah. Creepy. Wow. Yeah. He's a psychopath. He's a psychopath, for sure. And it's interesting because she is totally normal around him. And I feel like... She doesn't know him. Right. But I feel like he's kind of normal around her. Which is why he's a psychopath. Because he knows. She doesn't he's know. A, he's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't know. So Webb is asking $1,500 for the farm. And the blacksmith's like, yeah, it seems fair, but let me think about it. Okay, so he leaves. Sociopath exits stage right. Webb notices then that Sylvia has mud on her shoes. Now, she... Yes, Jenny. Don't they have to shit outside? Well, they have to walk to the outhouse. Yeah, like they have to go outside. It's not like you could just do what I do and stay in my house for like 12 hours straight. Right. You can't do that. Yeah, like I feel like there could have been a number of explanations. For you have there to get to be... water outside. Yes. Yeah. Just say you took a walk. That's you what know, she whatever. said. Yeah. So, but he doesn't believe her. He grabs her by the throat. Yep. And says, "Don't lie to me. Who are you with? Who are you with? If I find him, I'll kill him. You Oof. hear me? Mm-hmm. I'll kill him." At the I Ingles, believe him. <laughs> at the Ingles, Albert and Parr are having a heart to heart. Albert says he wants to get a job and Charles is like, well, you know, like missing school is only temporary here, dude. Like we're, we're letting you take a semester off. You're not quitting. Right. He's going to backpack through Europe, but like you're not (laughs) quitting school. (laughs) Albert says he wants to save money because a man has to think about the future. So then Paul asks Albert, have you been seeing Sylvia? Yes, Paul, I have. Paul's like, do you think that's a good idea? Albert's like, I love her. Then Paul's like, how do you know what love is? And he says, well, after all, Paul, I love you. Nope. Uh, nope. Not the same. I think his point was, like, he met Paul and le- got to love that family. Like, because he wasn't born into that family, like, loving them from infanthood, right? <laughs> Jenny, I did guess. you love Does me, mom and dad, people? from infanthood? No. 
You first of all, you weren't around. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he grew up in the family. So like, that's that wasn't his default state. I understand what he's saying, but familial love and romantic love are very are different. different. Hopefully, a child loves a mother or father because they meet their needs. Yes. A romantic love is different. I don't know. I don't feel like you can compare the two. I feel like this was not a great argument on a, 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 on Albert's part. Okay. So now we see Albert and he's creeping at Sylvia's. Like, what are you not getting, dude? Webb is going to kill you. He's going to murder you. He's going to straight up murder you. Albert knocks on the door. She lets him in. Ugh, this was making me so nervous. And she tells him she can't see him anymore. And Albert's like, I'm saving money. We're going to get married. Yep. She's like, we're too young. Albert's like, no, we're not. He's like 12. But, you know, to be fair, he's like the Albert, like the Albert 14 is like most 40 year old adults. That's true. He has a maturity (laughs) that I have not reached yet at 45. (laughs) Right. That's very true. he, He knows how to take care of himself and survive. Mm hmm. So just then dad calls and says, he sold the farm. They're leaving on Sunday. I guess like there's, or Saturday, I guess there's no closing process. Oh God. Jenny, how long did it take you to close? I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. How long, months. Actually, probably took about a year total. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then like the actual active process was like of like documents exchanging hands. Mm -hmm. Probably four months. Yeah, so you didn't do it in three days. No. no. Hell no. So now we see Albert heading into Although, town. Although, to be fair, I don't know if, if you show up with cash, it might be, it's going to be way faster. True. Pile of so cash always we, makes things go faster. Now we see Albert heading into town, and he heads over to the blacksmith. He needs a job real bad. And Hartwick's like, do you think you can work here sometimes alone while I'm out raping? I mean, while I'm at the <laughs> web farm fixing it yeah, up? Yeah, like there's so many clues here. <laughs> And um, Albert's like, yeah, yeah, I could do it. And Hartwood's like, okay, you start right now. Like, get, get, get chewing. Get chewing, boy. So at the web farm, dad comes home and says, they're going to California. Yeah. I'm all about this. Hey, you leave Minnesota and go to California. Yeah, totally. He's trying to hide her shame. Then, Jen, what did Albert leave behind? His fucking hat, dumb ass. Amateur hour, Albert. That's not an Albert mistake to make, man. He wouldn't make that mistake. I don't believe it. Jenny, how many times would you say, as an adolescent, as a teenager, that you were, even as an adult, that you were in a place where you were not supposed to be in? More than five? (laughs) Oh, yes. More more than 10? Oh, yeah. More than 20? Yes. More than 30? I -hmm. I can't even imagine what the number is. Mm -hmm. Do you ever leave your hat? Nope. Not once. I mean, come on, Albert. Jesus Christ. Okay. So he's freaking out. He grabs his shotgun. He grabs his shotgun. Yep. Yep. He has gun fever. Jumps into gun fever. She tells him Albert was only there for a few minutes. He doesn't believe her. And he's like, how can I believe a whore? He calls this 12-year-old innocent girl a whore. Who's pregnant with her rapist baby. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what he does. What Father of the year here. Father of the year. Jen, it's a stormy night, and the Ingles are sitting down. Stop it. Ridiculous. It's a stormy night, and the Ingles are sitting down for dinner. Albert is mopey and asks, 
Charles, how old was Grandpa when he got married? And I could not remember the Grandpa's name, but isn't it Lansford? Yeah. And he was hot, remember? Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And then remember Charles? He was literally hot once when Charles had to save him from a burning cabin. Right. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And remember the mother's grave was right outside? Yeah, it was really dark. <laughs> that was really dark shit. Oh, suicide by fire, man. That's, whew. wow. All right, so... Charles says, Lansford was 14. And Albert's like, listen, I got to tell you something. I want to marry Sylvia. And Carolyn's like, and Charles stands up and starts freaking out. Well, Carolyn's trying to stop the conversation from happening. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's trying to put a pin in it. Well, here, like you see why later. Because Charles just freaks out and gets all mad and then is like, peace out, deal with this, Carolyn. That's true. That's true. So uh, Charles freaks out. He's like, you're 14. Albert's like, I have a job. Charles says, you need to go to college. Remember, you want to be a doctor. And then I wrote, he gets all hot when he raises his voice. It is hot. Like when he starts putting his foot down. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And he's like, you listen to me. Blah, blah, blah. Then he throws Carrie out of the room. Now, I don't know what purpose this serves. Carrie, go to your room where you can still clearly hear us like you're sitting in the room with Carrie, us. Carrie, go to your room, which is just in the other corner of the house. <laughs> so Carrie gets out of there, which I was happy about. So Charles is like, do you really think that girl's father will let you marry her? 
Albert said, I'm going to tell Mr. Webb I'm the baby's father. Oh, my God. Then Charles, Albert's adopted father, stands there, makes a case about how you can't raise and love someone else's kid. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of ironic. <laughs> and Albert's like, uh, what burn. about me, dude? Oh, mm-hmm. burn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Carolyn takes a go here because Charles is like, Charles just peace out. Like Albert owned me in an argument and I'm just going to (laughs) stomp off and cry in the corner. And Carolyn, you, you deal with this shit now that you told me not to start, but I did. Carolyn gets in and they start talking and Albert raises his voice at her and she goes, first of all, don't ever raise your voice at me in this house. Yeah. That was pretty good. No, Mm -hmm. not having it. She shut that right down. Good for her. So they get into it and she basically, so Carolyn's having the, I don't know if you realize that this is child is a product of rape and I don't I have know an index how, card. on children of rape, how many pregnancies result from rape? So this there's, I just wanted to dig into this a little bit because this is a real, like, I mean, current <laughs> things topic, are, things are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. One thing that a lot of people agree on is that abortion should be legal for cases of rape. Not everyone agrees mm-hmm. on that, but overwhelmingly majority of people do. Right. Um, in a 1996 study, it suggested about 6 to 7% of rapes, and by rapes I'm saying rape by strangers, statutory rape, and incest. Okay. Rape by strangers. Okay. Statutory rape and incest. All right. Got you. About 6 to 7%. Um, you know, and that's tens of thousands every that's year. That's pretty high. Yeah. By another study done by Rain in 2005 suggests about 5%. Mm-hmm. Um, prepare to get enraged. For centuries, people widely believed the false idea that pregnancy can never result from rape. Well no, into the... no, no, no. There are senators and congressmen who believe that. I'll get, to that. That, I'll get to that. I'll get that to is that. not an antiquated I'm, idea. I'm talking yeah. about a widespread belief. Okay. I said widespread. I'll okay. get to that. Okay. <laughs> well into the 18th century, a man could use a woman's pregnancy as a legal defense to prove that he could not have raped her. A woman's pregnancy was thought to mean that she had enjoyed the sex and therefore consented to it. In recent decades, some anti-abortionist groups and politicians such as Todd Akin yep that's the one (laughs) who opposed abortion in the case of rape have advanced claims that pregnancy rarely arises from rape and that the practical relevance of such laws relevance of such laws is limited good news todd aiken died oh that's good that's january 3rd 2021 that's good get him uh, no prostate cancer got him okay all right a house republican from missouri he was um on Fucking believable. I remember that, and I almost lost my goddamn mind. Yeah, unfucking believable. Mm-hmm. Like the things that people will believe that fly in the face of known pop, like known widespread science, science. is unbelievable. Just, just, just to keep like because he was a super religious guy. Yeah, just to keep like like they're as as Ruth Bader Ginsburg said they're foot on our throats right i'm just gonna go to banana town on this one because banana town. i just but this like this thing the thing that everybody this. should be afraid of is like not only are they talking about coming for abortion and but like contraceptive ivf mm-hmm. like there's all kinds of things on the table now 
Yeah. Like the idea that if yeah. a woman has a miscarriage, somehow it's her fault. Like this is insanity. Yeah. It's really like fucking Handmaid's Tale shit. So we'll say sorry. Guys, <laughs> I knew this um, was going to happen in this episode because of all times for this to be to come through this episode. Right. So um, if you're still listening, <laughs> back to um, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> So anyway, all right. So, well, it's funny because that's my why. So we're going to have to not talk about that. All right. So. Oh, aim also like that. No. So this is when Albert and Carolyn are talking, going off. Yeah. Um, And, and Carolyn talks about how, you know, this is a baby from a rape. Like, how is she going to feel about it? Did you? Um, But Albert's the 14 year old who knows everything. Aim. Do you feel seen? I know. Please don't even. <laughs> okay. He's like, so, yeah, I know a hard marriage is Carolyn. Come on. <laughs> so just then, like, you feel like, okay, maybe Carolyn's getting through to him. And boom, Mr. Webb bursts in with a shotgun. I have and to say, I though, mean, that whole Carolyn scene, like, I thought that was really well written. And I thought she it was really well acted. Yeah, I thought she did really well. Yeah. I wonder if she wrote some of that. Mm, I feel like it was improvised. <laughs> So Mr. Webb boom, just boom, drunk kicks man. down the door. Drunk on drunk on misogyny. <laughs> he just flies in there. And then things get real hot when Charles tackles him to he the ground him. in the rain. And it's amazing. I knew you'd be all over this. And he's all he went into hero mode. He's, he went he, into hero mode. He was like back in the the piece of shit handyman extension of the kitchen. And he comes flying out and just jumps on this dude, takes how him dare down. You br- first, he says, how dare you bring a gun to my house? And then just flies and attacks so him. Great. But so you great. forgot to point out Carolyn's act of heroism that was subtle and didn't need to be like a big fucking stage that thing about That she stood herself. in front of Albert? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like any she, mother she, would. She did it real and, and, and um, you know, like was was subtle about it instead of fucking Charles <laughs> run out with a cape on attacking do the guy. Not, do not kid yourself. If Charles was in Mankato, you know, never to be heard from again on a bear trip or something, Carolyn would have taken that guy down. She would have tackled she him. She would have attacked yeah. him. So Albert tells, so Charles is all wet and beating the shit out of the old man. <laughs> and he's yelling, Albert, tell him the truth. Tell him the truth. And Albert tells him it's not his child. And guess what, Jen? He swears. He to swears God. to God. Does that really mean something to religious people? Apparently, Jenny, how much did you swear to God no, that meant time. nothing <laughs> regularly? <laughs> you know do. what we talked about, guys? Her being in those places she's not supposed to be. She <laughs> swears swear to, to God. God she's not. <laughs> so Webb starts crying, and now Charles is comforting him. Real weird. Charles yells, "Hitch up the team, son." We're going to take this dick bag home. Yep. Okay. Next day, they're all out looking for Sylvia. Because don't forget, she ran away. We're looking for someone again. Mm-hmm. Riding all over the prairie looking for someone. Yep. So Albert finds her holed up in some broke down farm. The old Atkins place. She says she can't go back. She just can't. And he's like, okay, I'm going to hide you here. I'm going to give you this blanket and this food. Which they make a big deal out of. And I don't know why. And then I'm going to come back for you. Okay. So he rides off. Now Albert, Albert heads into town to talk with Hardwick. Now, Albert is rummaging around Hardwick's studio, office, whatever it His is. His office. Studio. Um, remember I told you to put a pin in her talking about a masked man? Yeah. 
What if Albert had found the mask? That's in what the I desk? thought was going to happen. Why wouldn't they have done it that way? I don't know. Because they have to have some other creepy scene where he attacks her. Yeah, I know. But it was stupid. So Albert's rummaging around. He finds a tablet. He writes a note. He finds money first. He takes the money. Then he's writing him a note telling him he'll repay him. As he's writing the note, Hardwick walks in and he's like, you stealing from me, boy? Fair. Albert says, look, I need the money. Like, here's what's going down. Sylvia's, does he say Sylvia's pregnant? No, he never says that. He never says that. Okay. Mm -hmm. He just says, I'm marrying Sylvia. Yep. Like, this is what's happening. And then he tells her, she stowed away at the old Atkins place. Yep. Gives away her location. (sighs) Albert begs him to help them. Harwick's like, okay, I'll help. Here's what we're going to do. You go get your stuff. I'll take care of your horse while you're gone. I'll get them all ready for you. I'll even hitch up another one for you. Yeah, you come suspect. Back. I'd be mm-hmm. suspicious of this. This is sus behavior. He just caught this kid red-handed, stealing yeah. from him. Yep. He's like, so there you go. And I wrote, so Albert sends the rapist to Sylvia. Albert is like, oh yeah, this dude's cool and helping me out. Like, be suspicious. I feel like old Albert, he's getting soft. He's getting I feel soft. like old Albert would have been like, hmm... Why are you so interested in helping me? Yeah. Like, what's going on? So now we see Albert at the house writing his goodbye. We saw reverse Lafayette Beatles face. I have that written here. Now we see Albert at the house writing his goodbye letter, and a gorgeous Lafayette Beetle is looking on. It's reverse Lafayette Beetle. (laughs) Because it's a white dog with black trim. Guys, Bandit is so cute. It's a white dog with black trim. (laughs) It's black trim. Is that how you say it about a dog? No, like is Laf- like, does Lafayette Beetle like you would does say Lafayette mostly Beetle? white with black markings or something? Does Lafayette Beetle is he black with white trim? He's a border collie. Look up a picture of a border collie. That's him. No, that's lot that's reverse Lafayette Beetle. Actually, the white I feel like the Lafayette white Beetle one. is more common than reverse Lafayette Beetle. No, the other way around. No. I disagree. I disagree. Usually they're white with a black face. I disagree. Face. Usually they're white with a black face. Nope. All right. I'm going to type in border collie okay, right now. I am now. too. I am too. All right. right now. Type Go. it in right now. Border collie. I'm going to do images. Oh, I see. Black, 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 black. I see what and white. Shut up. Well, it's more white than Lafayette Beetle does, though. You must have the broken Google. No, okay, so they have a black body, but they have that big white thing in the front, which he doesn't have. He has it. Go get that dog and put him on camera right now. (laughs) Okay. Fine, fine. Okay, so reverse Lafayette Beetle is incorrect. He's sleeping so nice. No, don't wake him up, Jesus. (laughs) He's sleeping. He, Jenny, I'm telling you. All right, fine. Lafayette, reverse Lafayette Beetle is the outlier. Right. He's the exception, not the norm. So Lafayette Beetle's the norm? Yes. Jesus. So that's what Border Collies are like? Yes. Wow. Sorry, if you own a Border Collie. <laughs> they have a certain energy. You just have to... They have a certain energy. You have to yep. accept it. Yep. Which is exactly anti-my energy. Yes. A hundred percent. So Albert is in a suit here, Jen. Not sure why. Not sure why he's in a suit, but he is. In 
town, the dads are looking for Albert. Mrs. Olsen's like, I just saw Albert. He was heading towards your house. Pop flies into hero mode, and they go flying out to the little house. Can we discuss how Albert totally knows how to lose these guys? Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. No, no, no big deal here. Meanwhile, Albert heads back to Hardwick's to get his horse and realizes he may have been tricked. Yep. All right. Still, I still... I think he still doesn't put two and two together. Nope, still doesn't. No. And there's, meanwhile, there's ride or die all over the place. They're no, just ride or die happening all over the place. <laughs> Charles and Webb find the note. They realize the kids are, move, are running off. They piece it together. Albert and Sylvia must be at the Atkins place. The okay. old note on the mantle. Now we have what is perhaps the scariest scene I've ever seen on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Sylvia is sleeping, and she's in the forefront of the scene. And there's real ominous music. And is it as ominous as the music you have on the thing here? Okay, let me do it. No, it's not the no, right it's tone. Not it's no. not the right tone, I feel like. Maybe this? <laughs> no! No! No, inappropriate. No. Totally inappropriate. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, I got one more thing. Very inappropriate. Yeah, not great. Not great. And then, of course, there's this. (laughs) No. Nope. Nope. None of that is appropriate. Okay. So she's laying there, and a door just opens behind her. This is Michael Myers shit. Yeah, this is Michael. This is totally Michael Myers shit. Mm -hmm. That's what he reminds me of. Yes. The door just opens behind her. The masked man just walks in. I wrote, Jesus, this is terrifying. <laughs> he, But here's the difference between Michael Landon and this, or Michael Landon, Michael Myers. <laughs> here's the difference between Michael Myers and this broke down blacksmith. He's super loud, snapping the twigs in the wood. Yep. Michael Myers would have been able to skirt right across all He's that. almost supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he's snapping wood and twigs like a moron. She does not wake up for this. Finally, he has to like essentially step on, I don't know, a xylophone for her to wake up. <laughs> she just doesn't move. She wakes up. She sees him. She grabs a piece of wood and starts swinging at him. Which is a good reaction. Good move. Good move. She then climbs up a ladder. To bad try to escape him. Real, Instead real bad. Instead of running out the door. Don't run up ever no. from your attacker. Never run up. Listen, run up if you have no other option. If there is absolutely no other option. But he came in through a door. Don't And there's a ton of open windows and holes in the wall. Like, don't make yeah. a conscious choice. Don't make, don't make it your first choice to run up if there are other viable options. And I think that she... Um, she could outrun him, I think. Yes. Because she's like a young girl. Yeah, okay. definitely. So she climbs up a ladder to escape him. He's unmasked now. Yeah. Like the mask is off. So, okay. like, she should be real, real worried because, like, now she knows his identity and, like, he's probably going to kill her. Okay. So now Albert comes in and tackles him to the ground. There's no... Guys, we have had... An hour and 25 minutes of content leading up to this moment. This is the reveal. This is the moment. And it's over in 20 seconds. Okay. It's really, it's like, I don't know. So 
Albert comes in, he hits him, he goes down, Webb shoots at him. No. Oh, oh shoots him. No, I had it wrong. I'm sorry. She wakes up, she starts to, okay. Albert tackles him to the ground. Sylvia falls. Falls off the ladder, the top of the ladder. Hardwick goes to hit Albert, and as he pulls back, Webb shoots him. Yep. Now, there is no, oh my God, Webb is the, <laughs> or I mean, uh, Hardwick's the yeah. rapist. Yeah. Oh my God, Albert, yep. are you okay? There's just, Albert runs over to Sylvia and is like, oh my God, oh my God. Her father and Charles just stand there. Just stand there. Yep. Zero reaction. I wrote, the writing is terrible. Let me tell you something. I could have written the shit out of this scene. I just what wrote, did she die? Happening? What is happening? This is such a shit ending. <laughs> I could have written the shit out of this, Jenny. Okay. I would have made this so dramatic. What's your rewriting? I don't have it ready. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, it would have been <laughs> 10 times ready. better than this. Paul says, okay, first of all, there would have been, there had to have been a threat to Albert. Do you know what I mean? Like a real threat to Albert. There would have been an acknowledgement of Hardwick's, like who he was. Yeah. On the part of Albert. That never happens. Never happens. That never happens with any of them. Like they're never like, holy shit, it was that crazy blacksmith. No. Mm -mm. Paul just says after a long silence, I'll get Baker. Okay, so now I'm like, oh, now she's dead. Great, now she's dead. Back at the web farm, the men are sitting around and Baker's in with her. And he doesn't do the, she might die, she might not, but we're getting that feel. But but that's not, so like it's touch and go. Is that the the message we're getting? He calls Albert in. Now, Albert goes in and she's laying in bed. Jenny, I need to talk extensively around this this death of hers. She dies, guys. She dies. She dies, but like Baker comes out and he's like, she wants to see you. And like that said to me, she's going to be okay. Yeah. She has, like, there's no sign of injury on her. If she didn't, we saw Mary. We saw Mary get kicked by the horse. But it was internal injury. And Mary had internal injury. And what did Mary look like? She was burning up with fever. Sylvia looks perfectly fine. Yep. She doesn't appear to be in pain. Nope. She has no blood on her head because I'm like, maybe it was a head injury. feel like they would have wiped that off, but okay. She just looks absolutely fine. So Albert's telling her they could have a church wedding and they're going to get married. So Albert knows she's dying. So I'm like, were they told that she's dying? They must have been. They must have been, but we weren't. No. And I wrote, what did Baker do? What did Baker do? Or what did Baker not do? It's more like it. <laughs> Sylvia kisses him and then she just dies. Just she dies. just dies. Wow. Like, why do we have to kill her off? I don't know. Like, a better ending would have been dad being like, look, we've been through a lot. I'm taking her to go live with my brother in San Diego. Yeah. Like, whatever. And Albert, I'll write you, Albert. Okay, I'll write you too. Boom, she Uh, leaves. We had to kill this poor girl after she was raped and pregnant and stalked and terrorized? Yep. (sighs) Jay, whose fault is this? Societies. (laughs) And the rapists, like last time. Yeah, this is definitely the blacksmith's fault. And... 
I don't know. What is Michael Landon doing to what us? What is Michael Landon doing? Yeah. Why is he doing this to us? Is he mad at us? Do we hurt his feelings? Do you know this is one of the top rated ep- top highest rated highest rated episodes of Little House? Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. So at the end of every episode, Jane, we look back on theme or lesson, talk about how it scarred us, how it changed us, how it made us think about things differently. We called our why. It's designed to finish the sentence, Gen X, this is why. So my why for this episode, we already talked about, is this is why Roe v. Wade is so important. Yes. Yes. What is your why for this episode? This is why we must believe women and girls. Because if someone had believed that this happened, as as Sylvia said it did. Sylvia then, said it? Well, she said somebody attacked her. Like they would have, right. and she had bruises all over her body. People should have dove into that a little more. Right? Well, but I think that her father believed her, but told her she needed to stay silent. I don't know if he believed her because he thought Albert was the father. Oh, right. He did. No, yeah. because Albert says, I'm going to tell him I'm the father. No, but then he, Charles is like, tell him the truth. Tell him the truth. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it is badly written. It's badly written if we can't figure this out. But, like, no one, everyone thinks she's a slut. No one believes that she was attacked and forced. Like, the whole because town believes he that. he told her not to say anything. I know, because he did I don't think he believed her. I think he was ashamed of it. I think he was ashamed of all of it, but I think he didn't believe her, too. I think this is why we need to destigmatize sexual assault and talk about it. That's, well, that's why the Me Too the movement belief. So great, That's the right? belief that it happened. Because, like, even when you see these fucking senators sometimes, they're like, alleged rape or like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like if they had believed this happened they would have found this guy and they would have figured this out and they would have like dealt with the criminal and yeah. like maybe there wouldn't be two dead people well and we get nothing of harwick three what dead motivated people motivated him to do this yes it's we know super nothing weird about it it's just it's really so, weird okay it's badly written <laughs> like think about if this had happened when the james gang was in town And, like, one of their dudes went off and did this to somebody. Mm -hmm. There'd be some kind of something. Would there, though? This is just the blacksmith? How long's he been there? We don't even know who he is. Whose house has he been? Has he dined at the Ingalls on Sundays? we don't even know. Does he go to church? Does Reverend Alden know him? Yep, we don't know. I'm shocked we didn't get it. You know who wasn't directing because we didn't get cut to her funeral <laughs> after the fall of the Oh, Claxton. Fall Go Claxton the handling of, of the timeline. Fall off the ladder. Cut to. Cut to the casket. <laughs> Being lowered in the ground. <laughs> All right, Jenny, why don't you tell everyone what's coming up next? Are we doing the next episode? Is that? Yeah. Blind Justice? coming up next we're getting to a livelier topic season 7 episode 19 blind justice Adam is thrilled to be a lawyer but is unable to find a job with no other options available he decides to leave the blind school in Hester Sue's hands pack up with Mary and become Walnut Grove's very first lawyer his first client is Edgar Mills a man who seems to have swindled the townspeople into purchasing a worthless piece of land so that's his client so he's defending he's a defense lawyer because they, the town must be suing him. Right. 
<laughs> Jenny, I have my hand raised. Please call Oh, me. I can't. I'm not looking. I shot your video off, so I can't see you. Wow. No, I, didn't. I was just on the tab. Read in the description. What? Jenny, they don't even have law. How are they going to have a lawyer? <laughs> They don't have law. They don't have a sheriff. They don't. Charles is the sheriff, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they could bring all the civil suits they want, I guess. Well, they this is probably civil suit. Kind of, they can't this, kind of this sounds like a civil suit. Yeah. I told Jenny when we were talking about what episodes we were going to do, I'm like, anything that has to do with Adam, we yeah, have to swindled. do. Because he's swindling. so ridiculous. Him and you know who. Hey, everyone, I'm getting swindled. They're just so ridiculous. We have to make fun of them. All right, guys. So if you haven't already, check out check out our Patreon feed. You can download the Patreon app and then look for Gen X This Is Why, or you can go to our show notes and click there to sign up. We do two bonus episodes a month. Um, in May, we're doing Shawshank Redemption and Golden Girls. And in June, we're doing... Golden Girls, and we have to decide our movie. Are we doing Titanic? Yes. In honor of our anniversary, we're going to do Titanic on Patreon. So, yes. Cannot wait for that. Do we even need to watch it again? We just <laughs> talk about what happens. All right, guys. So, um, come at us with reviews, share, subscribe, do everything you can to help us spread the word. Any little bit helps, and we really appreciate it. If you can't do the the five dollars a month for Patreon, just leave us a review or or share the show. I mean, that's you know, give the give the give the world a little bit of Amy and Jenny. Do okay. you like that, Jenny? Should I start marketing that? No, I hate it. No, you hate no. it. Spread a little Jenny around. No. <laughs> oh, I just want to say one thing. When Dad was telling the story of Jenny. Um, Getting packed in ice, okay? First of all, we don't know if she was packed in ice now. That has been called into question. Okay, um, whatever. Jenny went stiff as a board and her eyes started rolling back in her head. That sounds like demonic possession. On Easter. On Easter? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it goes from when Jenny was packed in ice to when Jenny was possessed. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.